everybody, Jonathan Doyle with you once again. Welcome aboard, my friend, to the Almost Daily Catholic Teacher Podcast. It's pretty much daily, depending on the level of craziness that's going on in the world. It's a little crazy here for us. Uh, Karen has got two of our kids up in Sydney for uh, a conference with Jason Evert and Matt Fratt. She sent me this cool photo yesterday of of uh, two of my kids with Jason Evert, which is great. Like it's uh, Karen and I have obviously been doing this kind of work in relationships and uh, human sexuality and the church's uh, rich teaching on human relationships for many years. And Jason's definitely one of those people that's been at the absolute forefront of that. So uh, it was a really cool photo. So I have been entrusted with protecting the uh, the family home, remaining children. So far, nothing's caught on fire. The uh, I'll tell you the truth, the dog even got walked. I know, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, really, you actually managed to do that as well, Jonathan? Is there nothing you cannot do? Quite proud of myself, really. All right, my friend, I'm going to offer you a couple of quick things today because I want to tell you very simply that God is faithful and he has got you. He has got you so covered and there are ways in which he wants to encourage and support you that are just amazing. And I want to give you an example of that and I'll lead you into it by simply saying, if you haven't heard me speak live anywhere in the world, you know that I, well, you may not know that what I do is offer, at the end of a presentation, I'll always offer practical things we need to do. Because it's one thing to come and offer philosophy and ideas and concepts to people, but I always think it's a bit, you know, a bit rude to travel to the other side of the world, speak to a large group and leave them with nothing to put into practice. So I'm always really big on that. And one of the things I do is offer, you know, really nothing new. I'd love to tell you that I had this brilliant idea that I came up with that's truly transformative. But, you know, the church has been around for 2,000 years and most of the really great thinking uh, has been undertaken by amazing men and women, the doctors of the church, theologians, incredible holy men and women, lay and religious popes um, that have led us on the journey. But I want to share with you a couple of really key things, foundational principles, and I want to just explain to you how they sort of coalesced for me yesterday in quite a fascinating way. So one of the things we talk about in the live events is just the centrality of the sacraments and of prayer and of scripture. And when you hear those words, I don't know what your personal spiritual life is like at the moment, but for many people, it can feel like another thing, right? You're, you're getting up every day, you may be trying to get some exercise or, you know, just get your day underway. And then you've got your own family and all the complexity of your own life. And then you've got to be in there with young people and planning lessons and doing all the things that you do. So when we talk about these principles, these practices, it can, I guess for some of us, it can feel like an extra burden, can't it? Another thing that we have to do, another exercise that must be undertaken. But I'd like to say you on the idea that a commitment to these sorts of principles can not just, you know, help you grow closer to Christ, but it can very much help you in other areas of your life. So I talk about the centrality of the sacraments. And today I want to talk about Mass. I was talking to a guy on the weekend and we were just talking about daily mass and, you know, it's definitely something that if I can, wherever I am in the world, if, if I can get to daily mass, it's, it's always been a bedrock for me, going back as long as I can remember. Remember when I first started as a teacher, it'd be like 25 years ago at least, probably longer. And I remember I was working at a, um, at a religious school, there was religious brothers that ran the school and there was a small community of brothers left there, maybe three or four brothers. and. I sort of got on really well with them and then asked permission to join them at daily mass. And it was just, you know, it meant I got into work early. They had mass there at the school and it was just a beautiful way to start the day. So this has been something for me that's been there 
a long, long time. And if you think that's sort of sounding pious or something or something, you know, trying to impress you, it's really not. It's, uh, you know, so much of the time you go to daily mass and I'll be honest, choirs of angels do not necessarily sing every time you walk in the door. I remember reading a uh, biography biography of Dorothy Day. Uh, Did I just coin a new Catholic term, a biography? (laughs) Any any biography related to Dorothy Day is now a biography. So I read a biography of Dorothy Day and, you know, she was obviously somebody who went to daily mass and she talked about, you know, the similar sort of thing. She said that, you know, for her that, yes, there was a certain sense of routine. There was a certain sense of, she even used the word, not quite monotony, but it was just this very, you know, you need to know a little bit about Dorothy Day to kind of get a sense of how direct she could be. But she was admitting that, yeah, it can be a little bit, um, you know, just repetitive. But in that repetition, you know, something special happens. You know, there's a repetition, isn't there, in daily marriage? There's a repetition in daily parenting. There's a lot of things that we do that are repetitive in their structure, but can be quite transformative, even if we don't feel it at the time. So I want you to hold that thought in your head about the importance of mass and daily mass if you can get there, because I want to talk about what God's doing there. And then a little bit about prayer and a little bit about sort of daily scripture, access to daily scripture. I want to put all these together for you and explain something that happened yesterday. So I'm working on a big project at the moment that's very complex. That's uh, I'm delivering a, uh, a project for a, a large Catholic client somewhere in the world. And and I was working away on it and I knew that mass was at 12.15 at the cathedral and I was like, oh, I've got so much going on. You know, Karen's away. I'm looking after, you know, everything that's going on here and I've got this project I'm working on and, and this dialogue goes on in your head and it's this dialogue about, it, it's hard. Like after all these years, you, you're torn, right? Because you want to be active. You want to be doing the things that you have to get done and have to get finished. But there's also this sort of I guess, a calling, a desire to go and be with the Lord. You know, it's that old Martha and Mary thing, right? So I can tell you the truth. If you'd seen me in this moment, I, I was literally standing in the driveway with my car keys in my hand and I'm like just literally torn. I just, oh, should I, should I? I was weighing up how much time I might lose and all these different parameters. And then finally I just went, oh, jumped in the car, took off, and I got there to Mass and it's just... First, it was just beautiful. It was peaceful. It was quiet. And we had this visiting priest from the United States and he was excellent. He gave a really good homily. Just, it was the, um, it was the, where Jesus talks about building our house of our lives on the rock. It was a beautiful homily. And then I'm sitting there after communion and has happened so many times. There was something that I was, I guess, musing about in my own spiritual development and growth, you know, something that. I really prayed to the Lord about, and I'm sitting there at the back of the church, and then suddenly I just had this gentle reminder of a scripture from Isaiah, and I actually pulled out my phone, looked up the reference, and it spoke exactly into the circumstance that I was talking about with the Lord. So we could say that's coincidence. You know, often I've said to people, I think there's about 54,000 verses in the Bible, and coincidence, it's pretty hard to prove when you've got like, you know, that many possible verses that you could be reminded of or, or happen across. So let me try and put all this together for you. You know, I felt yesterday that the Lord really met me, really met a very specific, you know, need that I had in prayer. 
And he met it very clearly and directly in a very transformative way because this scripture was just so simple and so powerful that it really transformed my thinking. So what I'm getting at is, can you see these three strands coming together? The sacraments, like the decision to go to Mass, the desire for prayer, and the action of Scripture. And importantly, just on that Scripture piece, if you haven't read Scripture, it's very difficult to be reminded of Scripture. So yes, you can just flip, flick open your Bible and God can definitely, you know, you can just happen to open a random page and, and God will speak to you. But I think that it was the many years previously of reading Scripture on a daily and a regular basis that allows the Holy Spirit to prompt you and remind you of particular Scriptures. And then that's how God speaks to you. I spent many years thinking, why doesn't God speak to me? How do I get God to speak to me? I think this is how he's speaking to us. There is a power in the sacrament of the Eucharist. I have said this to so many audiences. There is this, you know, most of the, almost all of the best ideas I've ever had for keynotes or speeches or training seminars have come almost always after communion. After communion at Mass, it's the strangest thing. It's just, I suddenly get ideas or reminded of things that happens to me really quite frequently. So, in summary, I just want to draw your attention, I guess, to the tension that you will feel when you decide to pursue the sacraments, prayer, scripture. I think the way the enemy works, I think the way the devil works, is he sows a confusion in our minds. He doesn't want us anywhere near the Eucharist. He doesn't want us anywhere near prayer. He doesn't want us anywhere near scripture. Because he knows if we get near those three things, particularly the Eucharist, we tend to get healed and get free. Because, of course, in the Gospels, people encounter Christ, they get healed. And we're better to encounter Christ than in the Eucharist, right? So if you feel a kind of stressful tension at times when you, when you feel drawn to prayer or scripture or making time, and you feel this internal dialogue that's like, oh, but you're so busy, you can't do this, you can't do that, you know, it's too stressful. That, that will often be the enemy. That will often be the enemy trying to distract you from being anywhere near the Lord. So just keep an eye out for that, because I definitely felt that yesterday. And then trust that if you make some time for Scripture, if you make some time for prayer, if you make some time for the sacraments, He is going to speak to you. And I am so grateful, and I started this podcast today by saying how faithful He is, because He is, He's so faithful. Yesterday, he honored my tiny, isn't it like the loaves and fishes that the, the little boy brings this tiny offering, but the Lord just, you know, massively multiplies it. So I brought this tiny offering of my time, which was a very poor offering, and he just blessed it and rewarded it and just did something quite special yesterday, something that I'm actually going to get out of the studio and go and do some journaling about because it really was a special experience. All right, my friends. That is it for today. Please be encouraged that your vocational life, it's like a garden. It has to be watered. You know, we, we don't want barren, dry, empty vocational gardens where you're giving and giving and giving and draining and striving all the time to deliver and to give to other people. The Lord wants to refresh you. He wants to water the vocational garden of your life. He wants to speak into your very real circumstances. I can promise you yesterday, he spoke specifically, directly into a situation, a circumstance that I needed him to speak into. And he did that through the beautiful gift of the sacraments, prayer and scripture. All right, my friends, you can find me on Instagram at jdoylespeaks. Everything else you need to know is on the website, jonathandoyle.co, jonathandoyle.co. 
you want to book me to speak, my US calendar is booking up heavily for next year. So reach out if you would like me to come and speak at, um, at your event, your school, your diocese. And of course, you can find me, I think, on YouTube at One Catholic Teacher. One Catholic Teacher. All the videos are there. A lot of my recent speaking is there as well. All right, God bless you, my friends. This has been an absolute privilege. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This is the Catholic Teacher Almost Daily Podcast. And you and I are going to speak again very soon.